Gabrielle, there go the lights. It's time for Radio Ignite Live. You know, it's interesting. I wasn't even paying attention. I was working on doing some automation routines and <clears throat> I hear iPads buzzing and beeping and, and lights flickering. You always know what time it is around here. It's pretty neat how all these devices help us manage what it is we do throughout the day. So today we're going to be talking about customer service, but not necessarily customer service from the perspective of that we, we had a show not too long ago where we talked about how important customer service is. And what I really want um, to talk about in this one is I really want to be, <clears throat> I want us to be focused on not ever allowing ourselves to be that type of entity, that person, that company that responds with that negative connotation whenever we request something. I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me where, you know, you call up and you say, look, I've got this problem. And I've, I, right now I'm dealing with something with uh, uh, Experian where they've got an account that should have been removed and it wasn't. And, and it's, it's from 2012 when I went through a, a big change as a result of 2008, you know, all that, that happened. Um, I had a real struggle back then and I've been working feverishly to fix it. And I have one account left uh, I had three actually, and, and I called Experian and I worked through it. And it, you know, their first response was, no, we can't do that. And that's the first thing that just, ugh. yes, you can do that. You do do that. You're not listening. And then after I explained it again and told them that's not an acceptable answer, they then went and figured it out. And, you know, I, I just, I just look at, a company like that, and I think to myself, it's almost like it's ingrained in the fabric of the company itself, that the, the culture, everything about it is just to get the calls to be extinguished, to get them, get as many calls accomplished or through or done or dealt with as possible. Not necessarily the goal of how do we blow the minds of all these people that pay us money each month. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of companies that do. You know, uh, Citibank the other day, I had a vending machine issue at, uh, at one of the hockey rinks. And it was a, I was trying to, it was early in the morning and the coffee shop wasn't open yet, you know, early in the morning. I mean, we're talking kids hockey here and younger kids get earlier ice time. So we're at the, we're at the venue and there's no coffee and I see a Coke machine and it's, you know, one of these new school Coke machines. And of course I go up to use it and I wave my iPhone and it says network down and so I take out my credit card, I slide it, it says can't read the digits. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not going to eat, I'm not going to get any coffee today, it's not going to happen, right? And so eventually I see the network come online for a second, I guess the Wi-Fi is bad and it caught up a, a, a bit of a band and boom, it connected. And then, so I wipe my iPhone, swipe my iPhone near it again and all of a sudden it connected and I push the button for my Coke and nothing came out. So I tried the whole routine again, went through the whole thing again, on, off, boom, boom, swiped, got, ooh, it went through. Okay, push the buttons, B12, whatever it was, nothing happened. I did this three times, nothing happened. Charged me $2 and $3 each time, $2.50, I don't know what it was. Finally, I gave up and I walked away from it frustrated. And then I eyeballed from the corner of my eye another machine, which I went over, went through the exact same process on this one, but this one took my physical card and it gave me a Coke. And I walked back thinking how happy I was for my drinking my $12 Coke. And 
Then I got back to reality and home and I looked at my Citibank charge and I, 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 I filed a whatever. I, you know, I complained that it was a, um, the charge shouldn't have gone through, disputed it. And they didn't even question it because of its amount and because of the type of, of usage it was. They just credited me the $9 and said, it's done. We're not going to dispute this. We're not going to put it through the next 60 days. Here's your money back. It's immediately available in your account. Thank you for being our customer. Now, I will use that card again because of that. That was really cool. That was a nice experience. And those are the kinds of things we want to remember when we're dealing with, with our customers. We don't want them to call up and say, hey, I haven't got a copy of my tax return. And our instant response should not be, well, we mailed it to you. No, that's not what we say. We don't say, well, it was sent to you on this date. I have evidence of it here in the file. I even took a video of the, the, the UPS person picking it up. Here's the envelope, the tracking number, and I had family watch it go from UPS port to plane to your home. And I, I literally actually had the UPS guy send me a picture of you taking it in. I mean, we don't do that to people. We just don't. What we should say, even though we're pretty sure they probably got it, and we know we sent it, but we should always think about it from their perspective. And we should say, Oh man, that's not good. Let me look into that. I'm, I'm sure we sent it, but if we didn't, we will, we will fix this. Uh, can I check and get back to you? And then they say, sure. So you, you look into it, you go and you talk with your office staff and they have evidence that it was sent. They've got the tracking number. You look up the tracking number and it says received. And so there's two ways you can handle this. You can call them up and you can say, told you so in a very nice way. And you can tell them, hey, look, we did it. We sent it. Here's proof. Or you can call them up and you can say, you know what, Mrs. Johnson, it, I have the, the tracking information here. It does show that it was received, but maybe one of the kids got it or the neighbor got it or maybe somebody, whoever said they got it. I've heard UPS sometimes sign stuff on their own. I'm not, you know, if you want to give it one more look, it does show that it's here. If that'll help you maybe, <clears throat> you know, find it. But if it doesn't... <clears throat> I'm happy just to send you another one right now, or I can actually email it to you if that would make it easier for you. And listen, anytime something like this happens, don't be afraid to call our office. We all make you know, mistakes. We are human. And when we do, we're the first to own up to it. And I really appreciate you being our customers. Is there anything else I can do for you? Imagine what Mrs. Johnson is going to walk away with. She's going to say, wow, I just dealt with a very qualified human being that's, that's good at their job and honest and has integrity and really, truly cares about me as a customer. Always giving the customer the benefit of the doubt. It's going to change everything. It's going to change your demeanor. It's going to change your attitude. You're going to feel better about things. Whenever somebody, even when somebody comes at you negatively, I didn't get this or this didn't happen. Whoa, let me look in it. You know, take it with a grain of salt in the, in the sense that whatever their attitude and their approach is, is justified and just, and just dive right into them. You know, if they come at you angry, say, whoa, I'd be angry too. That's ridiculous. If I did that, I'm going to go yell at myself. Uh, let me look into it for you. Okay. I'm really sorry if this is our fault. And even if it's not, we're going to make sure it's right. If you just take that same approach and always allow your customers to feel like they're the ones in control with, when it comes to something of this nature, you're gonna find that your experience, their experience, and everybody in the office is gonna be that much better.
Here's a great example. And what prompted this? You know, every day something prompts a, a, a Radio Ignite live show. But I, was, I sent an email off to a software vendor. I won't mention them. And I said, hey, this isn't working. And I, I sent them a screen image of what wasn't working and explained it to them. And I also, and it was using a third party tool. So I sent the third party tool manufacturer also. And they were like this third party tool, which was Zapier. They came back and just said, whoa, Eric, let's look into this. Let's work on this together. Um, if that's not working, that's not cool. We need to, we need to make it better. And, and, and I, I explained it when I sent the email to Zapier. And this is also part of it. I said, look, this is not working. And, and that makes it less than Zapalicious. And the guy replied back and he said, Zapalicious, what a great term. You know, we had an instant bonding experience. It was like, we're cool. He's going to try to help me. So I really fed that well so that he would come back with a lot of energy and positivity. But that's how Zapier is anyhow. Every single time they go above and beyond to try to help you. Not every single time. There was once, but we fixed it. Okay, so they're human. Now, the other software company, point blank, without really even giving an explanation, it, it was almost, you know, I'm sure it was, come to think of it, it was an auto-reply. It was an auto-save text where they just said, don't have an answer, insert this. And it was, sorry, that's a great idea, and, and we should do that, and we'll add it to our future releases, but as of now, we don't provide that functionality. And I replied back and said, wait a minute, you didn't even read it. I, I said to you, what was working until yesterday stopped working. Can you help me get it working again? So don't tell me it doesn't work because it worked great for the last six months. It just broke yesterday. So, so maybe you should read it before you reply and send me the other auto text that says, oh, we're sorry that happened. Um, it's supposed to work that way. Every Thursday on uh, the month, it's supposed to break. I mean, something, but not just no. And this, is, and this is the situation. You clearly didn't read it. So I replied back and I said, what? That's not possible. It worked yesterday. And look, don't get me wrong. I think it's phenomenal technology. And I think it's amazing that it worked at all. So I kind of give them something, right? And then I replied back and, I, and beyond that, I said, but honestly, it worked yesterday and it's not working today. So I don't really understand the logic here. Bam, she replies back and she says, oh, I'm sorry, my my test computer wasn't working properly. She, she made up an excuse that covered her, her angst or her, her inability to think or her reactionary approach to this. Whatever, I saw right through it. But at the end of the day, what really mattered was she owned it. And then immediately thereafter, I got a response from the next tier who said, okay, look, we're looking into this, Eric, just so you know, obviously this is not right. Uh, thank you for bringing it to our attention and we'll get back to you. Okay. So I shouldn't have had to go through that, but I did. And we should learn from those experiences and make sure that our customers never feel that way. It's really hard sometimes to perceive ourselves or our companies from the other side of the business. Do we have that same vision of what we think we're doing and what our client is actually perceiving or getting? Does our client think, oh, well, I like it when they're stern with me or they ignore me or they don't give me any kind of feeling of, of concern? They don't like that. Nobody likes that. Now, they want a no-nonsense approach, but they also want human. They don't want fluff in most cases, and I don't advise fluff. You don't want to be fluffy. You don't, in fact, hi, how are you? I hope you're having a great day. Let's look into this is really all you need to do. 
you know, you want to get into more of it, that's okay too. You want to discuss in detail with people more about what it is they're doing. If you have that relationship, great. But remember, you know, today I called United Airlines to reset my password because I couldn't remember the, the, the most ridiculous security questions ever. It asked me about what I wanted to be when I grew up. And if I set that question a long time ago to wanting to be an astronaut, it's because marine biologist wasn't there. So of course I missed them and it locked me out and then I had to go and call. And when I called, it said, uh, what do you need help with? I said, password assistance. And it said, password assistance can only be dealt with on the website. I said, well, the website locked me out and sent me here. So agent, 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 agent. And eventually the agent shows up and the agent gets on the call and it was extremely helpful. But I'm not going to lie to you when the agent answered the call and he said, hi there, uh, who am I speaking with? Okay, great. And how are you today? And then he paused and I paused and I said, I'm great. I didn't ask him how he was because I really don't want to engage in that part of the conversation. I wanted to get my password because I needed to log in and finish my transaction and book a flight so I can get to my kid's hockey game in Minnesota. And, and I, no offense, but let's make it brief. It's nice that you're asking me how I'm doing, but let's not get into a long detailed conversation. If you go to In-N-Out Burger or to Chick-fil-A, they're trained to say, uh, hi there, how are you today? And, and, we, and if you respond and say, I'm great, how are you? They'll always say, I'm fine, thanks for asking. Somebody taught them to do that. It was in and out Burger first, and I'm sure the Chick-fil-A folks have been through a few of those drive-thrus and figured it out and stole it back. But they always say that, always, even if they're not nice people, which generally they are because that's what they hire. But they always say it because they're programmed to do so. Okay, that's fine. There are 35 cars behind me let's cut to the chase here. Hi, how are you? Great. What would you like? You know, it's okay if we dispense with that formality and save a little bit of time. Everybody's hungry or not. Let's just not take it too far. Okay. So don't go from one extreme to the other is what I'm saying. We definitely want to make sure that we are giving our customers the benefit of the doubt with our responses in every way we possibly can. We, we don't want to fill it up with fluff. We want to be precise and give them answers and own it. Be honest. If we drop the ball, tell them. Tell them, boom. Now, if you drop the ball and it's a potential legal issue, less is more, okay? If you're going to get your company or yourself in a lot of trouble because you, 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 you were committing malpractice or you failed or you just, you, you bumbling idiot moment, and it's going to really get you into a situation, it might be better not to acknowledge it or admit to it. And if, if you sense that situation, you probably ought to just back off and say, hey, you know what, let me look into this and I will get back to you and then consult with legal counsel and find out how you should handle it if that goes that far. Now that's generally one extreme to the next, but let's really not uh, be concerned totally about that, but let's also keep it in the back of our minds. So if you can respond and own it and it's, you know, one of those things, I forgot to put the stamp on it or it came back because it didn't have the right address or we forgot to put the suite number or whatever it might be. If you forgot to put the suite number, call the UPS store you shipped it to and make sure that they have it and it's not sitting in a pile. Maybe you can find it. You know, maybe you can fix the problem. But really owning those types of things and fixing them, it's okay. It's okay and it's better. And if you do and you take it with, 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 a, with a really positive attitude, oh, wow, totally bonked that one. I am so sorry, Mr. Client. I will get this fixed for you right away. Or like I said in the beginning, if you know it's their fault, 
No point rubbing them through it. You don't have to, to, to make them feel bad about it. You just need to say, oh, wow, you know what? I do have confirmation that it was sent and received, but who knows? It could have been a neighbor. You never know. You know, sometimes this stuff happens. If you don't have it, I'm going to send you another copy right away. Would you like me to do that? And just move forward. Give them what they're looking for, solve the problem, and your customers are going to be a whole lot happier. And more importantly, as I began this talk, you will too, and so will your office. Your entire attitude will change. And by lifting the attitude of your own being and that of the rest of the people in your office, you're going to have a happier work environment, and therefore you're going to be happier. And when you're happier, you make more money, and, and you're happier. Happy is a good thing. My name is Eric Greenspan. This is Radio Ignite Live. It's Tuesday, April 16th, the day after tax day. But more importantly, happy birthday, Jackson Greenspan. I love you. My son turned nine today. I cannot believe he's nine. He was almost a tax baby, but he wasn't. I said, no, doctor. Hold that. It was midnight almost. I said, no, not today. And out he came at 2.12 a.m. on the 16th. Whew. Turns out I was destined to work with accounting professionals, right? Anyhow, Jackson is at school today. He's going off to hockey tonight. I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. Love you, son. Okay, listen, you want to catch any past episodes of Radio Ignite Live, go to radioignite.com. Go to 74systems.com. Go to any one of your podcast stations. So listen up. I sent out a thing this morning. If you're interested in Ignite System Live, or, I'm sorry, <laughs> Ignite System Light, there's an email that you received today that has a link to it. Go check it out. Use the 20% coupon. We're almost sold out. So we're only taking 10 in our first run. It starts May 7th. I'm super excited. It's a boot camp for Ignite, doing all kinds of things, focusing on workflow, a little bit of marketing, but mostly tightening it up and getting your branding and your, your messaging and, and all of your things, your ducks in a row, your social media established, your content production and understanding the importance of it all and how easy it is, showing you how to do it. We're gonna leave you with templates and directions and you're gonna have access to us through the, the Slack channel and you'll be able to ask us anything and send us, hey, what do you think of this? It's gonna be a cool thing, I'm very excited about it. So look for that email, go grab it before it's gone. We start May 7th and we're limiting it to 10. Once again, I'm Eric Greenspan. This is Radio Ignite, Ignite Live. And I look forward to our next discussion.